What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another the Breaking Barriers pod, where we're talking all things and anything basketball. I'm your co-host, GZ Hoops. Let me throw this no look over to my boy real quick. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Mark, a.k.a. Breaking Barriers Training. G and I both would like to express our appreciation for the love and support you guys have been showing. Please continue to tune in to each episode and also go follow us on IG and Twitter, both at Breaking Barriers Training and GZ Hoops. Let me finish this bucket. What's up with you, bro? What's good, bro? How are you feeling? Another day, another day. How are you? Cool, bro. You know, gone for like 12 hours. <laughs> Come back, try and eat real quick, but it's podcast time. You know how it goes. Man, we've been supposed to get this in since this weekend. I know. <laughs> wow, bro. It's crazy, though. I mean, we talk about it all the time. But, like, yeah. we always – like, something always – pops out whether some with family friends like something happens where obviously this isn't our only source of income right right so we have to prioritize other things prior to this but at the end of the day we always get it done for sure you know i mean we gotta make it happen sometime i know even if we we scramble we do need to get have you checked out your laptop at all for the zoom stuff yeah man that messes Dinky is a month. Real, realistically, bro. I mean, we can continue recording on here, and then other days throughout the week, maybe utilize just. You could be on your phone with a Zoom app, and we could get YouTube videos out that way too. So, just I got more a, content. I got that. Uh, I got my old iPhone too. Oh, so. the bad. Yeah. Yeah. All so. right. We'll figure something out for sure. For sure. Yeah, we'll see. All right, bro. Well, before we dive into episode 61 of the Breaking Barriers pod, I always give, want to give a shout out to Anchor, best way to create a podcast on all different types of platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the whole team. Yeah, for sure. Shout out to the gang and shout out to everybody who tapped in and listening, make it possible for us to just even want to keep going. Because, I mean, beside us having our own inner um, determination to make it something and make it big, you know, people actually do encourage us to keep going. So, I mean, I know. it's big. No, it does mean a lot when people are like, yo, like, when's the next episode coming out? Right. Oh, like, I listened to the last episode, and I know you guys are saying you're not doing it a million times per week like you used to, right? right. But people right. do, I mean, like, those loyal fans, they want to hear us. And obviously, over the last, I mean, dang near two years at this point, We've obtained a lot of viewership, bro. So, right, man, it's definitely always fun hopping on here, and it's just like easy conversation at the end of the day. So, it is. So, can't complain. Nah, bro. So, I mean, first and foremost, always some breaking barriers updates. Um, I know you just finished off at least the regular season of your first year at Farrell. Eighth grade squad thoughts, right. just overall thoughts of the year one. I know you might be entering some tournaments here, but regular season has been capped. Yeah, uh, I mean, I love the group I had. I mean, it was a it was a struggle in a lot of ways, um, but I mean, it was a good struggle just because I love the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, I I take it on the chin. I mean, realistically, we had a, a, a overall. Um, good season with the circumstances we had, mm-hmm. but goal-wise, could we still reach our goal? 
we could have still reached our goal even with the um, things we had going on. But um, mm-hmm. we finished eight and four. Our goal was to go either from twelve and zero to at least nine and three. That's where I'm about to cut you off real quick. Because even when we were talking over text the other day, you're like, "Yeah, bro, eight and four. I'm like, "Bro, that's good." Man, <laughs> I know. Like, you always <laughs> want more always out of yourself, more. out of your players. So, I mean, that's a great mindset to have. But I do want to just let you pat yourself on the back too a little bit. I mean, that's the first time you've been coaching these kids at this school, at this level, right? So, I mean, Definitely. it's all dubs, bro. It is, man. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we finished our regular season with, with the win, a 20-point win at that, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we locked up the best player on that team who's mm-hmm. supposedly supposed to be the uh, best player in the nation around here, I guess. So Next man up type of thing. Yeah, so, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you know, like you said, when you look at the retrospective things, we did a lot of things that um, we really wasn't supposed to do as far as competing with teams that people thought would blow us out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, winning close games that didn't look like we should have won. Rather, it was bad officiating, bad shooting night, whatever the case may be. You know, but um, school school stuff comes into play, and I mean, you've been talking about that as man, of late. <laughs> think about it, bro. Uh, I started the season with about nine kids because this team was always a small team anyways as far as numbers wise so I started with nine kids and we finished the season with five but which is crazy bro it's crazy if you want to be technical the the fifth one was PIAA last two weeks so we finished with four players eligible so we spent with three seventh graders on our roster so that's what like I know we've talked about it a lot over the past couple of days and even, I mean, years. We always need to reiterate and get this out there on the pod. Like, if you want to be an athlete, you have to be a student first. Got to. And it's like, I think a lot of kids, especially in today's world, they kind of forget that, like, after school activities are a blessing and not like a requirement. Exactly. Like you have to earn to be able to put your basketball shoes on, to put the pads on for football, to go play in the band, anything. Like you have to earn that in the classroom. Exactly, bro. And that's why I tried to preach to them every day. You know, it's like at the end of the day, I can only say so much because I'm not their parent, you know. So it's like if your parent ain't telling you this, then what do you need to listen to me for? But I just always try to get them to understand accountability. Mm-hmm. Is the is the number one thing to a team. Like you gotta be able to and that's what makes a great team as well is holding each other accountable because I try to tell them, if you know your teammate about to get hit by a hard screen and you don't tell them, you're selfish for not helping him save himself mm-hmm. from getting injured, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and on the flip side, bro, if you know one of your teammates is maybe struggling in a class that you're better at, or you know that y'all are in the same class and you have a test tomorrow and you're like, yo, did you study for this test? Little things like that, bro. That carries over to the basketball court. I promise you it does. Exactly, bro. So, like, that's why I try to say, like, you got to just understand, like, if you can't hold each other accountable, like, I, I for instance, I have players who got in trouble for um, wrestling in school as well. Like, um, you know, just Eighth little stuff. stuff. Like, yeah, you know, kid stuff. But it's like, you, you sit there, you doing that, and I was like, you got all day to do that at home. You know, like, where is the accountability? Where is the captain at? Who mm-hmm. will stand up and, and, you know, handle the situation and be like, yo, man, we got to get tomorrow. And the thing about it was, like, 
it was the day before the game, you know, and my players are getting in trouble. So I'm like, y'all just like, y'all don't have no care. Like, y'all, y'all you know, like y'all just got to understand like game day, like you said, is a privilege. It is, bro. So, and that's what like over the last couple of days, I mean, obviously, you know, people that follow me, I was back in Erie, Pennsylvania, haven't been there in a minute. But I was going down to see my boys at Northwestern High School, where I coached at before moving to Baltimore. Got to see the staff: Will, Reggie, Jor. You know, shout out to the guys. Those are shout those are three guys, dudes man. that are very knowledgeable in the game of basketball and very passionate at the game of basketball. So it's always good being around people like that. Thanks. But um, also being able to see some of my former players too, and it's just like kind of like reiterating, like if you aren't doing well in the classroom or you're acting up at school and you're not able to be on the floor, that hinders your team's performance. And I think kind of stepping back and seeing that has to correlate with you and be like, dang, like I just need to take care of my stuff so I can be there not only for myself but for the team. Right, but you know, these kids nowadays, they just don't care. I know. They're so different. Like they're so nonchalant about it. It's crazy. And I'm like, if I even was two minutes late for practice, I was going to cry. You'd be sick. You know, like, it's like, y'all cats come to practice. Y'all don't want to run. Y'all just want to hoop. Bro. Like, come on, <laughs> that, man. That makes me think, bro. I remember, I'll never forget this. I think we were either 11 or 12. Feral All-Star Baseball. You know how that goes, obviously, just from the <laughs> the overall schematics of it all. But I, I'll never forget. I left. We had practice on, like, a... Friday morning or something, I don't know, at like 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I left my glove in my mom's car. She was at work. My dad was hot because, you know, he was one of our coaches, and your uncles were the head coaches of that team. Right. I remember <laughs> I pulled up. My dad was like, well, you got you to gotta go tell coaches why you're late, like all this stuff. And I just I remember just running the lap, like around the fence, the exterior of the field for like the first five minutes, and then they were like, all right, gee, you can come back into practice. Like I had to earn <laughs> – being able to practice. Right. Because I messed up. And I did it. Like, that's just how it was. And it didn't look at, your, look at your dad. Like, the respect from him, like, mm-hmm. to not, you know, try to have your back and like, oh, coach, give him a 10. Nah, you got to run, bro. Nah, that was that was on me. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> dad, please don't let me tell him. But, you know. But it's just, it's like you said, it's different today. It's so different, bro. Like, me and Ike used to have to argue every practice with the kids to understand why they had to run. Because they used to try to, like, almost talk us talk it out, like, why they shouldn't run. Why they shouldn't, because, oh, if we do this, we'll be tired tomorrow for the game. Oh, if we do this, we'll be potentially injuring ourselves for the back half of the season. Like, little things. Like, but, I've heard it all. Play, I've seen it all. But want to play a full game, bro. Want to play full sessions where it's live. Got to be in game shape. And you, can, and you can hit each other and get hurt and to kill yourself for the season. But you just getting in shape is not. And, um, you know, they used to be like, um, well, Coach, we listening today. You normally make us wrong. We don't listen. No, we don't. And that's how much y'all don't pay attention. Y'all run at the beginning of practice because you're running to get in shape. You're running. Right. You know, and then throughout practice, yes, y'all do run when you don't listen. But it's just like little things like that. Like, they felt entitled to feel like they should tell us when they had to run. They felt mm-hmm. entitled to know um, – why do we have to run if we ain't getting in trouble? And I'm tr- we tried to get them to understand the better shape you are in, the better sh- chance you give yourself. And everybody that knows Feral history, 
feral traps everything. Feral is in shape because they run around the world, you know. And they have to be, bro. Exactly. They're never really a big team. So, like, mm-hmm. we're trying to get them to understand. But, you know, this generation, they don't they don't know nothing about my generation or the past generation. Mm-hmm. They don't care about history. They just care about themselves and now. and In the moment. Yeah, you know. So, they don't really know. Like, if they lose to a team that they're not supposed to, like, such as Reynolds or things like that or Mercer, they, they don't understand, like, that's not really – that's not ever in the culture of this school losing to them. Maybe mm-hmm. football on a on a humbug if you have having a rebuild year and they got a great year, but never in basketball. No, never, never, never. And then, like, that makes me think, too, like, you – like, content creators, trainers, Dev in the Lab, R2B Ball, guys we follow and kind of look up to, like, even them themselves, they preach, like, you got to put in the lab work, like, skill work. But if you're not in shape, you won't be able to perform or even perform in those workouts because you'll just be huffing and puffing. So That's it's facts. like That's facts. they preach like, all right, you got to run the hills. You got to do the Vertimax. You got to do this. You got to do that. And those kind of with those type of trainers understand that. And it's like that's what we're trying to implement into our day-to-day with everyone we're working with. And it's not always that easy of a connect, I guess you could say. Yeah. But, like, what I'm trying to get at is if those kids, if they see these top-tier guys preaching, conditioning, the little things, all the above, then, like, why wouldn't you try and do that, right? Bro, and, you know, me and Ike would be, like, in practice, we'll ask them who their favorite player was. You know, we'll say things like, um, you don't think he in the gym working? You don't understand that he's a gym rat. You know, mm-hmm. just trying to get them to understand, like, your favorite player spends his off season maybe for a month max. Right. Not working out. And he still find a way to work out because he's just addicted to the grind. So like your favorite player is still putting in work when you don't see it. They are putting in work when you don't see it, period. So that little Always. film you that little film you see them where they're walking through, they're doing that for muscle memory. Mm-hmm. They don't necessarily gotta go hard every drill. Because certain drills is for certain things, you know. So we just try to get them to understand that. But it's like, well, we can't make it to the league anyways, or we can't do that. Well, you know, it's like it's that not always about that either, bro. It's about right. building just that mental toughness that you can take into the real world, quote unquote. Right. Like I think me and you can both agree. I mean, obviously, we would love to be playing in the NBA or coaching in the NBA or doing anything at that high of a level. But we know everything we've learned throughout basketball, baseball, football, soccer, all of our scholastics and sporting events, I guess you could say over the years, made us able to kind of do what we need to do throughout the day-to-day, go to work, get up early, go to bed late, like just little things. Like we have that mindset of like, I just need to get things done. And it's because of everything we grew up with. Man, I mean, I just like the coaches we had, they didn't give us time to feel sad for ourselves, talk back. Or mm-hmm. even, to even questioning things, so it's just like, bro, we would never. Like, I'd be scared. I'm still Honestly. scared. I'm still scared. Mm-hmm. My uncles, my uncles spoiled me now, and I'm 26. Right, and, and they, you know, used to go crazy on me when I was younger. But you know, not to mess with them, still though. I'm still scared of them, man. <laughs> I still feel like they'll say, "Run to the rock," no right? Where we the at. rock. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. I mean, hey, I guess. At the end of the day, that's just the the culture we're trying to implement into today's kids, whether it's grade school, high school, anywhere in between. So 
we just got to kind of carry what we've learned and pass it on to the next gen. And that's the reason we're doing podcasts and coaching and everything. Right. And I will say, um, too, I said, oh, it sounded like a bad to to people out there or sound like, oh, you you were struggling with them. But I will say, to the most part, obviously, when you got a new coach who never you've never really seen before or you probably know him, but you know of him, you don't really know him or just anything of that sort, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the chemistry takes time. Exactly. You know, we took time to build, you know, and. I will say they bought in a lot, and um, it was a lot of love and bonding built between that team. And it was – I wouldn't want no other team to start off with, especially over here. Like, I feel nah, like bro. they fit – we fit each other perfectly, bro, as far as attitude-wise. For sure. Brick by brick, like we always preach on the pod. But, too, like being an outsider and just seeing the way even those kids interact with you on social media, like obviously they look up to you and trust you as their coach. And that's very, very important within the whole coach-to-player relationship. So, nah, bro. Like you said, I mean, you might be upset with 8-4, and four, but like I'm saying, you should be proud of it at the same time. I'm proud for the fact that it was a winning season. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to put this on my head or my back, but, like, I never really had a losing season. I was going to say. So, I, I, pride re- that, I, pride that on my, I pride myself on that, I should say. But, um... You know, when you look at the uh, the whole surrounding everything, and you got expectations for yourself, and you see the team you got, and like you know, I'm not saying you don't put high expectations because you don't think they can reach it, but you put expectations to where that team is built, and the expectation right. we have for them, they should have they should have got it. But accountability is basically what led to them not reaching that goal, but still to have a winning season with the final four we had. Mm-hmm. And then the, we always had seventh graders playing with us. But now we went from seventh graders coming off the bench for us to two, two or They were seven. in there in pivotal moments of the game type stuff. Bro, they're starting. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, we, I'm, I'm just – I'm grateful. That's a great experience for them too, for real, for real. Great. I'm, it's everything. So I'm, I'm just grateful for everything, the experience. I'm grateful for Coach Lowell even giving me the chance. So, you know, I'm just mm-hmm. – I'm going to take this and build on it. The seventh grade went 10-2. and two. You know, okay. and that's that's probably like oh, almost an overachieving for them. But then it's not at the same time. So you know, just look to build off that for next year because I got them obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, obviously I got once again pressure on my head for them going ten and two. So you know, I I, I gotta I gotta prevail. Hey man, pressure makes greatness. So at the end of the day, I love it. I do, and that's what it's really cool just hearing the overall layout of the Farrell program because it starts with Coach Lowe, varsity head coach, but he's very much involved throughout all of the grades, and that's how every you grade. build a winning program. So He's at every game he can make. He's, he's locked in, like, everything. He knows the kids. He knows the families. Like, oh. it's important. That's how it's supposed to be. Bro, he even – everything that the kids got, he paid for out of his pocket. Like, you, you, see, you see what I send you every week? Or it seemed like, seem like every week, like I'd be like, bro, you better hook me up, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Your boy's just hooking us up with merch, like it's crazy, like, man, you know, like he, he want to bring the spirit back, and you know, um, I'm just appreciative because you know, at the beginning when we were talking about it on the podcast, I was you know a little shaky, right, coming from sharing over to my rivalry, but 
man, they welcomed me with open arms. It's, it's all, all love. love at the end of the day. It's all love. They saw that I could coach. They witnessed we, it. In we got to get Coach Low next EP Definitely. on God. Definitely. You know, he in the D10 championship, so. Right, right. So that's what, like, once his season ends and maybe has a little bit of downtime before the, the offseason work begins, that'd be cool to have him on here for sure. Definitely, man. You know, um, just rooting for him, really. And I'm just trying to be better and get better, not only for myself and the kids, but for him. Yep, for the program. Yeah, because I don't want to look. I don't want to look like I'm letting him down or his program down. So you know, just always give everything I got, mm-hmm. and that's, that's the type of spirit he brings too. So it's you easy. feed off that, you know what I'm saying? For sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, bro. I mean, obviously, cool combo about finishing the season. Me getting to go back to PA for what it felt like two seconds. Um, <laughs> always, <laughs> always, bro. And then just kind of transitioning still within the breaking barrier stuff. Obviously, we still got our men's leagues going on. You're over in Youngstown. I'm out in Baltimore playing a different couple of leagues. So just to let people know, like, whenever we do have in-game highlights and stuff, it's from actual leagues. We're not just out there randomly playing. And them guys is basically semi-pro. Mm-hmm. So – we're not just hooping against no old 40- and 50-year-olds who can't keep up with us. True. That's what – yeah, I guess I, I need to stop saying men's league because it's not necessarily that. Yeah, because I'm I'll over say, there. I'll say young products. professionals league, I guess. Yeah, because I'm over there. Mattia from the one that graduated with Maceo and them, he's out there. Um, Is he really? Yeah, he was out there two weeks ago. Wait, side note, did he just transfer to Youngstown, YSU? Unless he transferred just recently, I don't. I, I know swear, he was at that, Robert Morris. Yeah, he transferred to Robert Morris, and I'm like 99 percent sure he just transferred to YSU. I'll send it to you once we're done with. It. My dad yeah. brought that up to me, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, I don't know. He, he could have, but I didn't even see it. But uh, he was out there. Um, you know, that a lot of sense. a lot of guys we we hoop against, hooped against, mm-hmm. or like was just around our time is out there, and then you know, guys from Youngstown and. And all that is out there too. Who's mm-hmm. who can hoop? So you know it's it's calm out there, man. Every and week. with and with that, bro. I know we were texting about it yesterday, and I was talking to Sam Crow about it too. <laughs> Sammy, always talking to Sam. That's my guy. My but, guy, um, Sammy. We definitely should try and host some sort of event where we get dudes from Farrell, Sharon, Erie. Baltimore, wherever the heck we've touched down, try and get a collective group to formulate some sort of tournament or open run and just have a good time playing the game that we all enjoy and all kind of kicking it and getting together. Kind of like how Dev did the Creator Classic. Obviously, not everyone would be a creator, but it'd be a cool event for us as creators. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. Obviously, a lot of planning would have to go into play, getting it like a central location, figuring out who all is actually about it, who's not, who can get off work, all that kind of stuff. But I guess just kind of getting it in our heads now. So maybe for like six to eight months from now, if we host something like that, that'd be pretty dope. Fire, bro. That, and I'm telling you, I keep saying it, we still got to do that college pull up, man. Definitely do, bro. Well, honestly, too, now that. You won't be having games and stuff over the weekends. That'll help out a little bit. We can all kind of get together. I mean, I just seen Will, obviously, the other day. He said uh-huh. he's with it. 
at least he's definitely down to playing the Cam tournament again too. Because that that five we had, or what six? That was a good group. It was me, you, Vegas, Will, and uh, Will and Ant. And then I, I guess I'm include Ike in that. That's six. Just because uh-huh. I feel like Ike, Ike, Ike gonna be with us. Hopefully. Uh-huh. We need another big, honestly. We do need, bro. That's why I'm happy he's out there hooping again, but that's a whole other conversation. For sure. Um, but, yeah, bro, so, I mean, trying to create some sort of bigger event for us and anyone that we've really came across through the game of basketball I think would be a really, really cool thing to do and definitely trying to implement some college takeovers now that the summer's start, starting to kind of come around, outdoor park takeovers. Like, we're going to be out there with some camera stuff. Hey, man, and we definitely planning trips, too, amongst oh, the yeah. Breaking Barriers group. So. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, bro. You know, um, a lot of a lot of content, like bro said, is going to be out there. Um, a lot more vlogs. You're going to be seeing a lot more of us. It's just, we're just trying to tap into everything. Man. Bro, you know, I, I vlogged myself driving <laughs> to Erie, and then I didn't do nothing during the game. Like, I, I forgot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was just... So locked in. Yeah, I was just like in the moment, you know. I was, I didn't want to be that guy pulling my phone out, going crazy. Man. So. Gee, we gotta get out of that though. I know. We gotta stop being that guy and get out of our shell. I'm starting, <laughs> I, I'm I was really vlogging out. myself driving crazy. <laughs> 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 and I played it back like it wasn't too, too uh, weird, I guess you could say. But I mean, personally, I I just forgot at the game. Like, I was just kind of paying attention. JV, varsity, talking with the staff, the players. And like you said, I was just kind of tapped in, locked in. Yeah, bro. I I think I got to get to that driving and blogging blogging part last. Well, it's (laughs) – I got to do – if I'm at the game, I can vlog while I'm at the game because then I could just use the game as my scapegoat. But you know (laughs) it's tough, bro, to honestly, like, transition from, like, coach trainer mode to like creator mode if that makes sense like like i said like i was focused on the game so like i had no drive to pull my phone out and be like all right yo like i'm at the game like like you was low-key on the bench again with will that's how yeah like yeah i mean seriously so it's like yeah i mean i guess we'll break out of that show like you said but yeah it's not a not an easy thing to do well it's hard when you like so invested into the game you know, mm-hmm. so I mean, um, of course we're trying to do newer things, so it's gonna be um, a hassle at first, but mm-hmm. it's a it's a good hassle. So right, that's I mean we're we're hoopers and coaches first, like creators second. So right, trying combining the two isn't the easiest thing to do, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> One day, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll try. <laughs> um, and then I was just gonna reference. Both of us have been posting a little bit more on TikTok. So if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, make sure you go over to our TikToks too. Yeah, same same names, sure. GZ Hoops, Breaking Barriers Training, trying to get more content up there. Because that is an easy way to spread our name more. It that is. definitely is. And, and it, really, you only one song away from blowing your stuff up. It is, bro. That's what it's. it's and our followers went crazy works. too on there too. So. Yeah, it's they've been going up. I mean, Absolutely. it's really just because we posted consistently. That's really all it is. So, Facts, Facts. we're trying. We're trying. We get. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm falling more in love with my page, the Breaking right. Barriers one uh, on Instagram. I was telling, I was just talking to Ike about this too. Uh, shout out to Bug, but mm-hmm. I was just telling him like I, I fell in love with my page because like the more and more. Like, cause between me, you, and Trent, shout out to my boy Trent too. Like, mm-hmm. if I ain't talking, if I ain't talking to you about it, I'm on the phone with Trent talking 
to uh, right. trend about the internet. So like, you know, we just trying to really break down the internet more, trying to find out how people winning on there, how to get our money from it, you know? So, you well, know. that's why I think it's funny too, that like, I know like we're on our, our basketball profiles 99% of the day. <laughs> we're on our personal, maybe 1%. Like and I, I go, exactly. I go days without going on my personal page. Cause it's really not me anymore. Me you too, know what bro. I'm and I hate when people send, I hate when people who follow both pages know that I'd be on a Breaking Bears one, and they'll send me something I know. to my regular page. And I'm like, come on, bro. I'm like, I'll see it on. in, like, two or three days. <laughs> if that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't be on it. So that's if another that. incentive. Follow us on our actual profiles, GZ Hoops, Breaking Bears Training. That's where we'd be at. If you want to contact us, that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man. So, transitioning here, bro. <laughs> that was a solid 28 uh, Breaking Barriers update. They need it, though. They do. They do. They do. Got to know what the heck we're doing. Hey, um, just transitioning into this weekend, bro. NBA All-Star Weekend. Right in the land. Which is crazy. I wish we could have went, honestly. Facts. It's crazy. We just talk about it, too. I know. And it's just poor planning. That's really what it is. I'm not good at playing in advance for anything that I do, to be honest. Me neither. <laughs> I'm the last minute type of guy, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I I know when I need to get things done. Like, if I'm at work, obviously, I know what I need to accomplish throughout my week. But I couldn't tell you what I'm doing. Like, today's Thursday, the 17th. I couldn't tell you what I'm doing next Thursday at this time. I have absolutely no clue. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, no. I don't know. Maybe next year, wherever the All-Star game is, we'll try and pull up. That'd, that'd be definitely cool. But, uh, I mean, shoot, it's the 71st All-Star game. Like we said, it's in Cleveland. Obviously, a fun couple of days of basketball coming up. I mean, I was just kind of trying to think, like, what is your favorite All-Star memory if you had to pencil one down? Put you on the, the hot spot there. Kobe's last one. Respect that. I figured that was going to come. Mm-hmm. Just because. They was actually competing, and then, like, he has a little moment of fun. But then, mm-hmm. like, his mom would ch- ch- uh, chime back in, and he was like, all right, that's enough. Lock back in, and everybody start hooping again. Mm-hmm. That photo with him and LeBron, too. Epic. So Storybook epic. ending, honestly. For sure. That was crazy. For sure. I was saying, I liked – I remember – I vividly remember watching LeBron's rookie year, like the Rising Stars Challenge. At that point, it was just the freshman-sophomore game. Right. Him, Carmelo, D-Wade just going crazy. Different types of dunks, different types of energy that the game never really seen at that point. So that stood out to me. And just being a Cavs fan, his LeBron, always, his first All-Star game MVP back in 2006, I believe. Man. It's crazy, bro. Like I feel like we've been watching the All-Star game forever. We, I mean, pretty much, bro. Dang near 26 years. <laughs> so that's what it's, – it's funny because, like, I remember being a kid being so hyped for the All-Star game. Like, unbelievably hype. All week at school, I'd be getting ready. Man, bro, like <laughs> – and, and I feel like now I look forward to it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I look forward to it, but not as much just because of how much no. softer the game got the All-Star mm-hmm. game. But it's like – like, I, I, I'll tell you another epic one I remember – is the one where they just uh, posted the other day with like 
Vince Carter, AI, Kobe, when they all in their prime, like 2000, 2001, all-star. When they were wearing their jerseys? Yeah, bro. Yeah, and, bro. And that, that, I miss that, to be honest. And that's when they first started doing the camera on court. Yes, bro. That was crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. That was all started to remember just because it was something to look forward to. You know, like, it's like now it's like, who going to get the most MVP because they leaking out the most. You know, it's right. kind of – Who took the most shots, therefore is going to score the most points, therefore will win MVP type Exactly. Thing. So, it's like, I mean, you know, it's, it's – I ain't going to say it's saturated or watered down because, I mean, anything basketball, I love it. But mm-hmm. no, it's almost agree. like the pro ball this year. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, bro. It, it's just different. And I don't know if it comes with, like, older age. Guys getting the game is just yeah yeah you're right you're right because I mean and same thing with like even the dunk contest now I know like physically it's very very hard to create dunks that have never been done before right you're gonna do something twice so that's why there's not as much excitement let's say in 2022 versus I mean shoot even what 2016 with Levine and Gordon but even think back to when yeah when we were in like grade school like i used to stay up like i'd be like yo dad can i stay up for this all-star event it'd be a weekend he'd be like yeah like i don't care but like i would be like i need to watch these dunks because then i can go on the mini hoop and try on myself you know what no we ain't gonna never do it on a real <laughs> heck no bro so that's what like i don't know it's still obviously a cool weekend to look forward to but like we're saying it's not as exciting yeah as let's say 10 years ago but, yeah, man, because, I mean, they didn't care back then. Like, And I don't mean it in a, in a bad way. They didn't care. Like, AI and them was willing to hoot and compete because they respected the fact that people took the time to vote them to be all-stars. You see what I'm saying? So They were they, the best players in the league. Exactly. They had to show it. So they respected that. Whereas now everybody is so, oh, I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get hurt. We're going to mm-hmm. um, we're gonna risk the, our playoff chances. Come on, man. Why are you playing? Because the same chance you're risking in the All-Star game, you're risking that in the regular season game. I know. Well, then people could argue, like, well. Uh, That's what they get paid for. To, so-and-so to didn't make the All-Star game, so he has a, a lower percentage of getting hurt over All-Star weekend than LeBron James. It's like, well, no. Not really. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, not really. Like, you got to be sarcastic, but not really. Because obviously we retarded, you know, but, you know. It is what it is, bro. I mean, either way, like we said, it's the All-Star Weekend, so. It's hoops we're going to be tapped in. Exactly. I mean, so you got Team LeBron, LeBron 18-time All-Star versus Team Durant 12-time All-Star. You got Team Braun, coached by our boy, Monty Williams. Shout out to Monty. Dope. CP3 ensured that one of his goals this season was to have the best record in the Western Conference by the All-Star break so Monty and staff could coach in the All-Star game. That's love. Isn't that dope? That's love. That's a, that tell you they, they chemistry and how close they really are, too. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, he was saying, like, obviously the end-all, be-all goal for every team is to win a championship. Yeah. But you have to have little goals throughout the season to keep you goal-hungry. And that was their first goal, to get Monty and the staff to be in the All-Star game. Exactly, bro. Super. You know, one thing um, Chris Paul said in there, too, that made a lot of sense. Um, like you just said, everybody's goal mm-hmm. is to win the championship, but at the same time, in order to stay hungry and want to get to that championship, you got to set little goals right. in order to reach the big goal. 
you know. So they wanted the number one record. They got it. They wanted him to be the coach. They got it. Now I'm sure they would want to keep the number one record over the second half of the season and win a certain amount of games out of this one, beating certain, mm-hmm. you know, just beat certain teams, do certain things. And then once they get the playoffs, that's how they get their goals for that. So, you know, mm-hmm. it makes sense in the long run, I feel like, what he was trying to do and say. 100%. I mean, we talk about all the time, brick by brick, you have to formulate some sort of plan, check that off your list, and then you're on to the next. If right. you're just like, all right, we need to get that NBA championship at the end of the year, I mean, everyone's trying to do that. So it's like injuries happen, little things happen. You never know what's really going to happen in the day-to-day actions of the game of basketball. So control what you can control and shoot for, I guess you can say, minimal goals so you can accomplish the big goal at the end of the day. Exactly. I mean, um, you know, just when we watched the um, documentary with the Bull, um, well, with Jordan, and, um, the last dance. Yeah, that seems so long ago. So long ago, and he was talking about um, how they, you know, the seventy-two and ten team, they was just, you know, winning and beating up on everybody. They had to, they had to do little stuff to keep themselves motivated, you know. Mm-hmm. So like they was like, let's see if we can go this month undefeated. Like Phil Jackson had to be creative because he had reached that ceiling where he couldn't coach them basically because they was winning. You know, they pretty much had the recipe of what they wanted to do because they had the same team for the three years that it was raining, you know. So, little goals in the, at the end, I feel like, always help a team because of the fact um, it keeps them locked in. Mm-hmm. Keeps you hungry for something, bro. Yeah, because, I mean, obviously the championship you're hungry for, but somewhere in that scheme of things, you could get lost in the, you know, oh, you had a slump. Oh, I had a lot of good games. So, you know you try to stay locked in as a team in a group, it's easier compared to just having one focus and then nothing else. You don't lose interest. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, bro. Monty Williams is coaching that LeBron team with – Fire, man. The starters are crazy. Steph, DeMar DeRozan, Braun, Giannis, and the Joker. Are you kidding me? That's, That's- like – come on, man. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the starting five. Then off the bench, you got Jimmy Butler. You got Luka. You got the hometown kid, Darius Garland. Another hometown kid, Jared Allen, because of James Harden being injured. You got Donovan <laughs> Mitchell. You got CP3 and Fred Van Sleet. Fire, bro. You know LeBron know how to pick his team, though. So, I mean. so that's what, like, LeBron went with, like, the more veteran individuals within the pool, I guess you could say. And he went with, like, the proven winners. I mean, shoot, Steph, LeBron, and Giannis. That's really all you need to win a basketball game. Man, what? Especially being um, KD and James Harden ain't playing Mm -hmm. on his team. Man. And then they added Joker, too? Come on, man. Right. So that's what, like, that's, like, Steph, DeMar, Bron, Giannis, Joker. That's, like, the established, like, We've been here before, group. Mm-hmm. Then you got Team Durant, Coach Fire Boy, Eric Spostra. Coach Spo. That starting lineup obviously is different because Durant's not playing. You got John Morant. You got Trey Young. You got Jason Tatum, who's starting because of KD. You got Andrew Wiggins. And you got Joel Embiid. They obviously. They ain't matching with Bron, Bron. No, so like that's what like that's an exciting younger group, one hundred percent. 
But that that first roster, Steph, Demar, Braun, Giannis, Joker, like that's just – that's like – I don't even know. That's like the basketball gods creating a team. Bro, right that now. could be Team USA. For real. And I trust them to go win it. Mm-hmm. And that's what even with Durant's bench, he got D-Book, he got Zach Levine, he got Chris Middleton. He got Rudy Gobert, which was funny. He selected Rudy over Harden because he said he needed some big guys to protect the paint, where obviously we know he just didn't want to draft Harden. <laughs> you got LaMelo Ball, who got implemented into the scene because of Durant getting hurt. You got Carl Anthony Towns. And then you got DeJounte Murray from the Spurs because Draymond got hurt. Right. So even their bench is the, the younger group of the – the benches, I guess you could say. Almost like the youngest versus the OGs. Pretty much. And that's what, like, who who you think you're rocking with? Who's going to come out on top? I mean, on, I would know, we know the All-Star game doesn't really start until, what, like? Second half. I was going to say, I mean, the fourth quarter. quarter yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, they're doing that Elam ending again, which is cool. Right. Um, so you know they, I got to rock my uncle Steph, man. I mean, yeah, I think we have to go with him, right? Him, Monty, and Bron. And Giannis and Joker, like, and we can't even sleep on Demar. Demar's having an amazing season, but like he's like the the lowest guy on that totem pole, which is pretty crazy. Man, I say Bron and him win. I think so too. I mean, that team Durant is a a very cool group of guys. All the young dudes coming together. So I mean, I'm sure we'll see a lot of those names over the next five to ten years. So it's kind of funny we can come back to maybe this All Star game, be like, dang, remember when? Right. Oh, it was Trey's, what, third All-Star game, and Jaws first, and LaMelo's first, and here we are now. So, it's pretty cool. It's cool. Exciting to see what's in the future hold, man. I was going to say, too, I was listening to All the Smoke when I was driving back to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And they... Who was on? Well, it was just Matt Barnes and Jack. It was just them, too. Okay. They were doing a little all-star episode, and they were going over the rosters, and then they themselves drafted their teams, and then they were just like, who would win type thing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it would be cool to do, but it also would take a lot of time, low-key. <laughs> so, maybe even just out of the starters, let's draft who we think we would take. Um, and I'll say, I'll, gi- I'll give you the first pick. You already know I got to go with Steph. So, you got Steph. I'm going to just write this down so we keep tabs. Okay, so I mean, I'm gonna say Braun. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go away. So this is your starting five. Remember that. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna go with Giannis. Okay, agree. Okay, so I'm a counteract Steph. Well, actually, hmm. dang. Okay, I got it. I got. I got it. Just go Joker. I gotta go Joker. Ooh, I gotta go and then. Okay. Then I'm a snag. I'll snag Trey. Trey Young. For sure. I have to take Jaw. You got Jaw. Mm-hmm. We sleeping on. I'm taking Demar. I'm trying to think of who the who the fifth gonna be. Do you know the options? Nah, I forgot the options. I ain't even gonna lie to you. JT and Wiggy. Oh, oh. I shouldn't even told you. <laughs> oh, I gotta take Wiggy. Okay, all right. 
right, all right, all right. Just because my fellow warrior. I thought you go JT. All right, so realistically, we got Steph versus Trey. We got Damar versus Ja. We got Wiggins versus JT. We got Greek versus Braun and Joker versus Embiid. That's even, bro. To be, I was just going to say, to be honest, this is a more level playing field. <laughs> this kind of makes more sense. Obviously, it can't always work out that way in the whole the whole player pool thing. But yeah. I don't even know who would win that game, bro. E- either team could go crazy. Either team could win and actually try, or one team could just kind of sit back and take it easier. You know how the All Star game goes. But no, in our game, we'll we'll mess around and be playing till eighty nine overtime. <laughs> We'd really be grinding. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Be telling Steph and Braun what to do crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they look nice. Like, who the hell are you? Who are these cats, bro? <laughs> but no, that, that's funny. This this makes more sense to me. To be honest, this is kind of how uh, the, all the smoke dudes, their lineups uh, rounded out. But they also implemented the bench. But that's too much stuff for us, I think. Sure. So cool, cool little segment though, for sure. Um, Moving forward with the all-star stuff, you got the Rising Stars event, which is different this year. They got a brand new format. Four teams of seven players, and it's like a little four-team tournament. Okay. So then what they do? So it's like Team A versus Team B, Team C versus Team D. Those first two games are up to 50 points, and then the winners play each other in a game that goes to 25 points because Fire. it's like the race to 75 for the 75th anniversary of the league. Pretty cool. Fire. And it's more basketball. It is more basketball. And I think they'll honestly play harder if it's like a tournament-type event, right? Yep, just because it's like almost AAU for a lot of them guys because you think about it, they just got done with AAU mm-hmm. a few years back. See, I mean, a year ago, two years ago. Just crazy. Max, so. You know, that's almost like AAU, except you give them only a certain thing to go to. So AAU yeah, or the dope. NCAA tournament, really. Yeah, so yeah, I think it'd be dope. I don't have all the teams written out. I mean, four teams of seven players, twenty-eight guys. We know Mello's in it. We know Jalen Green's in it. Kate Cunningham's in it. There's a lot of respectable dudes out there, but I mean, I think it's, it's a cool fire. little. I think it's a cool little twist to it. it makes it a little more exciting. Yeah, man, for sure. I, so, you already know it's gonna be fire, though. Adam Silver agreed to it, so if you know he, if he agreed to true. it, he got a lot of good feedback from it. We haven't gave him our flowers in a while on the pod. Shout out to Adam Silver. Shout we'd be you, we'd be boosting him up crazy during the bubble stuff, <laughs> right? Rightfully so, but that's our guy. And then Dog Demon left him hanging since, man. Shout out to you, Adam Silver, man. Mm-hmm. So that's tomorrow at nine o'clock. So that'll be something to look forward to tomorrow going into the weekend. <sighs> I like the whole race to 75 thing, though. That's cool. Yeah, me too. It give them something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then Saturday night, that's like the all-star Saturday night. This all starts at 8 o'clock. You got the skills challenge, which is different this year as well. It's still like implementing the shooting, the passing, the dribbling, all that kind of stuff, like the little obstacle course Word. tactics. But it's like three teams. It's the it's, uh, the Greek Freak Brothers. It's it's a Kupo Brothers, <laughs> and then you have a team from Cleveland where it's DG Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, the rookie. Mm-hmm. And then there's a rookie squad, which is Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Josh Giddy. So this is another cool little twist. So at least they're trying to kind of spice things up this year. 
I think they understand that we can't keep the same format forever and mm-hmm. think that we're going to have record breaking sales on people watching it and one. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I think they're just trying to give them that chance to, you know, really just try new things out and let people give their light and opinion on, you know, what they feel was worth watching. Because at the end of the day, this is what you're going to Yeah, and it's, I was going to say it's entertainment. Shout out to LeVar Ball. That's what he says every night. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, this gives like kind of like you're you're touching on. This gives these guys more exposure too. I mean, obviously, the rookies are rookies. the The casual basketball fan might not not have even known who these dudes are. Exactly. The Cleveland guys are all younger, and I mean, if you're not from the Cleveland area, I can almost guarantee you, you don't watch Cleveland Cavalier basketball. You don't. And then uh, the, half the Cleveland guys don't. I mean, right. they, they, they probably do now, not to cut you off, just because they're starting to win again. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that gives them some, some spotlight. And then the Intenta Kumbo brothers. I mean, the two, well, Giannis, obviously we know Giannis. Other two, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like they're they're professionals. They're in the G League, flown between the G League and the NBA. I mean, so. I put it like this. They all three are NBA champions, so. That's true. That's true. So you Can't take nothing away from them brothers. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to kind of see these guys get some love and showcase their abilities and just make them more, like we said, entertaining, making it team-oriented. For sure, definitely. Three-point shootout still there. Pretty cool lineup for that. You got CJ McCollum, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain from the Grizzlies, Carl Anthony Towns, Fred Van Fleet. Luke Towns for the three? Yes, bro. What? Luke, Luke Kennard from the Clippers and then Patty Mills from the Nets. Wow. Who are you That's taking cool. out of out of that lineup there? I will say I like when guys that aren't in the All Star game compete in this, just to kind of be like, yeah, like this is what I do. Like Luke Kennard, right. he should win this. I, I'm about to say either him or Patty Mills, honestly. Patty might go crazy, just based like- off the Olympic play. Then moving into Brooklyn, kind of having more uh, more leeway to let it fly. Yeah, so you know, I I got Looper or Patty winning. Who you are got? We di- are we disrespecting CJ and Trey? Uh, hey, listen, it's different though off the dribble. It is. To pick That's all it I'm up. just gonna touch on. It's different. So I forgot what year it was one of the players that was like a shooter off the dribble. What, what was Trey ever in it? I don't think Trey was ever in it, was he? He might have been. I don't know. But I know what you're getting at. Like, it's it's much harder for some guys to turn, pick a ball off a rack. Right. Step, catch, shoot versus other guys that would rather bring the ball off the court and pull up from the logo, a la it's Trey Young, a la Dame Lillard. Like, it's it's a different shot. It's an art, bro. And, like, ask, if you ask Steph when he won, he had to program himself to be able to shoot. because like Yeah, he said, changed his shot low-key. Yeah, you had to, like you said, he, he just pull up from anywhere. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's different for real. It's a not set just shot him. versus off the dribble shot. I mean, exactly. plain and simple. So. Exactly. Yeah, bro. I mean, the three-point shootout, obviously, you can't, like, really make that much more exciting. Like, there's not new, like, obstacles you can throw into the event. I like it just because, I mean, shoot or shoot, like – I like seeing guys that can kind of shoot the ball at a high clip. So that's always entertaining. Facts. I agree. And, I mean, it's interesting because there's guys locking in. 
And like I was trying to tell one of my players, you know, not to go back into coaching and stuff, but I was mm-hmm. trying to tell one of my players because he was like, I don't got – he was playing around with the shooters, but they was lacking confidence because they was already missing. And he was like, I don't got no shooters. They don't make no shots when I give them wide open shots. And I'm like, you got to understand, shooting a three is way different than laying the ball up, obviously. Right. Like, like you have to lock in literally every time, and you have to literally almost have the same form – Every time when you're shooting that three compared mm-hmm. to a layup. So it's like that's more of a mind game and a psyche thing when you're shooting three. So, you know, this, to see guys lock in and actually compete and have to get a certain number and, you know, just having confidence in themselves to go out there and shoot, that's that's big to me right there. Right. And, you know, like they're going into it, like smiling and stuff. But right when they're up to that first rack, like they the want whole demeanor changes. Right. It's they really cool done. to see. Yes. Dunk contest too. We already touched on. It's not as exciting as it once was, let's say 10, 15 years ago, but it's still always interesting to see who competes. So I yeah, mean you got Cole Anthony. You will not. We'll not be watching that. You got Cole Anthony. You got your boy uh Juan Toscano Anderson. You got Obi Toppin, and then you got Jalen Green. Oh man. Jalen Green sound like he should win that. That's like him or Obi, I guess, should win. But Cole Anthony, I know, does have bounce. Like, based off, like, overtime events he's been in. Like, he he can fly with the best of them. He definitely does. And he's shorter, quote-unquote, so you know how that goes. Shorter guys typically get higher scores based off the pure ability to jump that high. I agree. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not like it's – Levine, LeBron, Aaron Gordon, and I don't know. I'll just throw in Giannis out there. Yeah, like more exciting guys. But this should be somewhat entertaining. I think Jalen Green, like you said, should come out with the dub, but you never know. I don't know. Hell, that dunk John Morant attempted in the game where he ain't finished Oh, the 360 win? That could have won the damn dunk contest by itself. You see how much momentum he had with that stuff? I just – it's so it's so freaking, bro. How he just jumps and he's all the way in the sky, and then he just like stopped. Like, so how was he able was... to just stop, bro? Like, it looked like if he wanted to, he would have stopped and looked at you in mid air and was talk to you, and then just and just effortlessly land on his feet, like mm-hmm. drop right drop right back down, like nothing happened. <laughs> so I was crazy. in the air, my bad. <laughs> so crazy, bro. Facts, but. I mean, yeah, bro. So that really sums up All Star Weekend. Like I said, a lot of the stuff. I mean, the Rising Star starts tomorrow if you're tapped in tonight, Friday at nine o'clock. The All Star Saturday night stuff, eight o'clock on Saturday, and then the All Star game itself is this Sunday at eight. So if you want to watch some entertaining basketball, tap in for sure. And one quick topic here. I mean, we could have talked about this for a long time, but the Ben Simmons, James Harden trade that occurred over the last week. Um, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first round picks to Brooklyn for James Harden and Paul Millsap. Like I said, we could talk about this forever, but kind of keep it short and sweet. What are your thoughts now that it's really happened and now that it's a done deal? Short, sweet to the point. Everybody where they want to be. Mm-hmm. So let's hoop and stop crying. That's oh, simple. God. That's simple. 
I mean, who who do you think won this trade? Brooklyn by far. That's why I, I personally think Brooklyn. I mean, Ben Simmons, who I know he gets talked about in the negative light a lot over the last, I mean, dang near year. But we can't forget how good he is at the game of basketball, avoiding the shooting stuff. Yeah. I mean, now he, he can put, he can push the rock, he can facilitate, he can rebound, he can defend. That's all he has to do with guys like Durant, with Kyrie, with all the shooters they have in Brooklyn. That's all he has to do. I was just listening to somebody talk, bro, and like they were saying, uh, "Oh, Stephen A. Smith, actually, uh, they Brooklyn won because you gave Brooklyn a, a world class defender. Let's not forget he was all team first defense, I mm-hmm. believe. Um, mm-hmm. Let's not forget he's six ten. He can't play point guard. Now that he don't shoot and he don't have to shoot." That gives KD and Kyrie and Patty Mills and all the other guys and Seth Curry. That for what twenty five in his debut at Brooklyn, like yes, gives them that. That gives them that more opportunity, and he can set them up all while being able to play the post. You know, so that's why I feel like Brooklyn won because you you took away some shooters from Philly. Um, You took away a big body and Andre Drummond, big body, and they don't got no bench really, bro. You look mm-hmm. at it, they got beat up on two games in a row. So I mean I know they got stomped on, bro. And beating and Harden will be a problem, but in the long run, Brooklyn won. I think so too. Harden and Embiid, that pick and roll is gonna be scary. It's gonna be very hard to defend. But Who's it is a five man game at the right. end of the day. It is. So right. yeah. Like you said though, everyone's where they wanna be. Let's just play the game of basketball. Let's stop being fined for not playing the game of basketball <laughs> and just go hoop, do your thing. So I'm excited to see it, though. I am. See what Ben can do in Brooklyn. See what Harden really brings to the table in Philly. I mean, he just wants that superstar role, and he has it now. So let's see, see what you do. Facts, bro. I'm, I'm excited to see it. For sure. So I think that's a cool, cool way to end the EP, bro. Episode 61. I mean, you got any other thoughts before we, we sign out here? Nah, man. You know, like we do the usual. Everybody that stay tapped in, we appreciate you. Um, mm-hmm. We appreciate Anchor, Spotify, Apple, the whole gang. Um, you know, just stay tapped in with us. Stay patient. But mm-hmm. stay listening to our moves and, and moving with us because we are going to be moving rapid real soon. For sure, bro. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter. TikTok, all across the board, Breaking Barriers Training, GZ Hoops, and let's get this out. Yes, sir. I'm going to get it up and tap in with you, brother. Sounds good. All right, bro.